You are listening to the Checkdown Podcast. Here are your football tacticians, John Hastings and Noah Jurgens. Welcome in, everybody, to the introductory episode of the Checkdown Podcast. I am John Elway Hastings, and with me, as always, is my partner in crime. You know him, you love him. He is Noah Jurgens. Noah, how are you doing today, buddy? Hey, yeah, I'm doing pretty good, pal. I'm excited to be here on the Checkdown Podcast. Um, but just a little bit about me and John. You know, John's a member of the Broncos. Like, he has an idiotic name, like John Elway Hastings. Like, man, he breathes football, as so do I. Football is our sanctuary, people. So, today, I think we got a fun thing planned today, right, John? What do we got up? Let's get it going. We sure do, and we do have a fun show planned for you today, but before we get started, a special shout out to Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman of the Huddle Up Podcast for the inspiration to do this podcast, and we would also like to take a minute to recognize our sponsor. Are you a runner or an athlete that just wants good athletic shoes? The Sports Shop has all your technical running shoe needs. The Sports Shop is a great place for all of your athletic needs, so be sure to leave us a creative review on Apple Podcasts, and every month we will randomly select two names from our reviewers and send them some Sports Shop swag. On to the topic of today, the expanded NFL playoffs. Noah, kick us off, buddy. What are your initial thoughts? Right, so just let me get my facts right. So the expanded NFL playoffs... Is 14 teams, right? Yes, sir. Seven on the AFC, seven on the NFC. Yep. I'm right so far. Okay. So we got in the seven teams. So what does that add? Uh, that adds wild card playoff team? One extra wild card team. So there will be, yeah, th- three wild card teams in each division okay. now. Yeah, and that's exciting. Um, you know, as a as a Packer fan, we're pretty immune to being in the playoffs every year and being in the Super Bowl contention every year. So it's really it's really hard as a team that usually gets the second seed because well, well, let me backtrack. From one to seven, right? The first team in the NF in the NFC or AFC gets the bye. The second seed doesn't anymore. Yeah. I think that's my biggest takeaway out of it. Because then the seventh, second seed hosts the seventh seed in a wild card game. That is the biggest thing. Because Green Bay, my my team, usually gets a two seed. They, they have one blunder of a game. Or, you know, New England always gets that second seed. So... You know, that Kansas City, New England, you know, all those teams are going to have to play an extra week. So it really, it re- my thing is, it really goes back, like, how important is that first seed? You know, because you, you do get a bye, you get the road going through your house, and it's exciting. I, I understand why they voted on it to be expanded, because it just adds more hype and more excitement into the great sport of football you and i can agree oh yeah but i'm excited i i think it'll boost the nfl 
in ratings, and who who gets it? CBS and NBC, right? Yes, they do. Right. They okay, get cool. they get an extra Saturday game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I think it'll be. I I think this whole NFL season will be fun. There's a lot of a lot of people that moved. Uh, Tom Brady. I think we all know the news by now. He's in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, there's just a lot. I mean, you could I could go down in every team and make an interesting point about them. Like the New York Giants. I see them being on the rise. I see them being better. I think that it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, um, yeah. So the Vikings, I think they're going to be a good team. And it, as I said, it's exciting every year we kind of get to talk about it, um, what's going to happen. And this year's new. I mean, we got a new expanded playoffs and a lot of new rules that are just it's, – it really changes the game. It truly does. Well, now uh, I know that you're a fan of these expanded playoffs, but I'm going to play a little devil's advocate here. Truth be told, I am not a fan. I do not think it was a good idea. It just waters down the playoff competition. If these same playoff rules were in place last season, the 8-8 Cowboys and the 8-8 Steelers would have gotten into the playoffs. And for the final five games of the regular season, the Steelers rolled out their third-string quarterback, Delvin. Hodges, who went two for three, losing his final three games. And his final game, he went nine for 25 for 95 yards against Ravens backups because the Ravens had already locked in the number two seeds, so they rested their starters. Now, could you imagine an 8 8 Steelers team coming off three consecutive losses being playoff bound? That's crazy. That's just crazy to think about. It's insane. And I seem to recall certain media outlets absolutely losing their minds that the 9-7 and seven Eagles were in the playoff. Granted, I don't know why that was, because every single team with 10 or more wins was also in the playoff. The Eagles won their division, yes, but the 8-8 eight eight Cowboys being in the playoffs after people complained about the 9-7 and seven Eagles being in makes no sense. Why would you want to water down the playoffs just to add in an extra game that would result in more injuries, more tired players, and less competitive down the stretch. Question? Yeah. Question? Did the Eagles win their division? The Eagles did win their division. Okay, here's my point with that. I understand the argument. I truly do. Why does a 10-6 and 6, um, Falcons team not make the playoffs when the 9-7 and 7 or 8-8, eight and eight, or even an, a 7-8 and eight team like the Carolina Panthers were a couple years ago made the playoffs. At the end of the day, you got to take care of business. You played the games, you could have played better, you could have won the games, and you win your division, you're in. Oh, yeah. that is, that's the main goal for every team. you got to win your division first before you talk playoffs, before you talk championship, before you talk Super Bowl. That's the number one goal. The Eagles did that. The Eagles, they didn't have a top one wide receiver on that team. All, their whole roster was filled with bomb, and they're no scrubs. They're obviously NFL talents, but they were bona fide street players that Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz were playing. And in the playoffs, Carson Wentz went down with a concussion. They were the unluckiest team. And the uh, they just they didn't have the players to to play with any team, but they still won their division. 
And I'm not going to say the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to benefit out of this expanded playoff team more than almost any team because they have been always been in the conversation. And in like week, 15, they were eight and eight. They've always been in the conversation though. But they were eight they, and eight. They've never been eliminated from playoff contention until week seventeen. You know, week. You know. Ah, uh, yeah. Week. Well, well, it's because their division is so weak. It's I'm not, not saying about division, though. I'm, I'm, my argument is that it it adds it adds drama. I think that that's my whole point. The the playoff expansion adds drama to the sport. I want to see that. I want to see a second seed. And obviously, yeah, I don't want to see a team get blown out. Obviously, in a playoffs, it doesn't. It's not fun. But I want to see the Cinderella story. And don't tell me the Steelers were not a equipped team to win the to win the playoffs. They were. Play- they are. I I will. Take they were. James a- Conner had a da- had a down year, and he's their best offensive weapon. You know. You know, the they were Steelers, working on their third string quarterback. They had they had Paxton Lynch, the Broncos Paxton Lynch, backing up Delvin Hodges. Could you imagine if Delvin Hodges would have gone down? No, dude. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The Steelers would have made things interesting because the way they play, they don't play. Be, their, their team is not on offense. Their defense was top five in the league all year last year. All year, they beat teams seventeen to seven. They beat teams fourteen to three, ten to seven. They didn't. They didn't blow people out of the water. Now, would they have won a second seed Kansas City team? No, they probably would have lost. I'm betting on Kansas City to win. Okay, I'm just saying it's intriguing to me. I don't. I don't want the Cowboys in the playoffs. I think the general. Public don't want the Cowboys in the playoffs, but as I said, they're in the conversation at week 15. They don't get eliminated until the last two games of the season. Every year, they always have the last game. I remember talking to you about the Cowboys. They have a game against the Eagles. You win, you're in. They lose. They they win, they in against the Redskins in RG3. They lose again. They've been in the conversation, and I do you want to play the Cowboys. That talent, talent wise on a ro- roster, they're one of the best in the league as as a roster well, standpoint. Okay, yeah. As a roster standpoint goes, they are top ten in the league. Amari they don't have Cooper, much depth at all, though. So what? They don't have much for depth. No. No, yeah, I agree. And you need depth to win a championship. I agree. And I, I don't know. I'm not going to advocate on the Dallas Cowboys' behalf because the great Stephen A. Smith says it exactly right. Somehow, some way, they will let you down. Just be patient. That it'll always happen. And as far as as far as teams taking a step backwards, I look at the Cowboys. Okay. They they did nothing this off season because they are riddled, they are riddled on injuries and they're riddled on the cap space. All right, they, well, they had to. Keep... They paid their star receiver and they franchise tagged Dak, so they did yeah. 
quite a bit. They did about, you know, $130 million worth of business on two players alone. Yeah, they did a lot of they did a lot of business, and that's it's not a bad thing. But they had to pay their players, and Dak Prescott still wants a contract, so they're still trying to pay players. Right. You know, but see, as far they took it backwards. Dak Prescott's contract demands are absolutely insane. The Cowboys offered him. A contract to make him the highest paid player in NFL history, but it was only, I think, four years. 19. Dak Prescott wanted right. a, or, no, sorry, it was a six-year contract, my bad. Dak Prescott wanted a short-term, high-paid, highest-guarantee-ever contract, but he's not... He's not worth it. He's not he's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not a Drew Brees. He's not worth that kind of money. The two quarterbacks you named are top five in the league. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I will say Dak Prescott doesn't make the team worse. Okay. Dak Prescott and I'm not gonna I'm not I'm gonna fend him a little bit because he is in the biggest like the biggest brand name in American sports. Arguably the Cowboys. Okay. Got, and the Cowboys are known to pay their to pay their players. The Cowboys. What did they just do with Amari Cooper? They gave him a hundred million dollars over five years. And a as a wide receiver that is dealing, he's the highest paid wide receiver now. And have we seen the wide receivers in this league? DeAndre Hopkins getting less than him. Um. Uh, who did we have? Michael Thomas getting less guaranteed money than him. And behind that, you have Julio Jones. There should be he should not even be in the single breath of those guys. Oh yeah. I could go on Devontae Adams. Yeah, on it. All of these, all of these guys are a better, are a better player than Amari Cooper. He doesn't deserve them. He deserves the money. Now, he just doesn't deserve the contract he got. But because he's in the brand of Dallas Cowboys and they spent a first round draft in him, he has to he has to get that money. I mean, da- Dallas has to put their future. I mean, twenty million dollars a season for a wide for a wide receiver. I'm old enough to remember when twenty million was quarterback money. That, that quarterbacks well, were the what, only players who eclipsed twenty million. But, but they make it. But my point is, they make a they make a statement to pay their guys, right? They paid Ezekiel Elliott, the highest paid running back right now. Their offensive lineman, I I can't remember the name. I don't no, don't get me wrong, but they they got a loaded amount of talent. As, as far as the highest paid players, that's what Dak Prescott sees. He sees, why am I getting paid less? I, I He's more valuable to a team than Amari Cooper is. Ma, Ma, Amari Cooper doesn't turn the tables, nor does Dak Prescott here. But I'm telling you, Dak Prescott deserves, deserves the money. 
He doesn't deserve, like, a, a contract higher than Russell Wilson's. Let's not get crazy. Higher than Aaron Rodgers. But if we're talking the ballpark, he's got to get at least, at least higher than than Amari. Well, well, oh, well, I completely guarantee that he needs more money than Amari Cooper. But it's not just the money. It's the years on the contract. Because Dak Prescott, yeah. what I... What I think, my view of him and this whole contract dispute he's in with the Cowboys is that he wants a short-term deal so that way Patrick Mahomes can reset the market and then Dak Prescott can come in and reset the market again when his short-term contract is up. But there is no way that Dak Prescott will have any chance to reset the quarterback market after Patrick Mahomes gets his big-time contract. No, I, I agree with that. I, I, I'll, I'll stand behind that. But back to the thing, I do believe the Dallas Cowboys would make the playoffs with this ex- expanded playoff. Now, oh yeah, no doubt. do I think it'll happen? Do I want it to happen? No, I don't want to see, I don't want to see a dysfunctional team with not a, not a terrible coach, but he's obviously proved, and as I said, the doubt, you know what's great about the Dallas Cowboys? And you know what I love about them? Go ahead. Jerry Jones makes so easy for us to talk about the Cowboys. Like, as far as, like, things going on in, in, the, in the world, things going on in the league, as far as Tom Brady left, he's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. You know, you've got a lot of things happening in this league. Who are we talking about right now? The Cowboys. <laughs> he, wait, he makes a point to keep the media on him. He's done it, and he's done a fantastic job. I will give that to him. Who did they just sign last night? Alden Smith. Do we know what he's been up to? <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought Alden Smith went to the Seahawks. Our... Alden Smith was a Raider. Yeah, and he got suspended, league misconduct, and the Cowboys signed him. Oh no way! You know why? Talking about him. Wow, I was I was way off there. He is a cowboy. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and as I said, dude, I'm excited. I think the NFL playoffs is it's the NFL is a beautiful sport here because it it. It just creates a lot of drama, and no team, and you know, you're gonna like this stat. No team, no wild card team has made to the Super Bowl and won it, and it was in 2012. Uh, the the Ravens. The Ravens, yeah. Other than that, there has been a, there hasn't been a wild card team to win the Super Bowl. Uh, now it's going to make it pretty. Di- there were two teams before the two wild card teams before the Ravens who won the Super Bowl. It was the Raiders and one of their early ones, and then the Broncos. When my Broncos and my John Elway handed your title town their only loss in the Super Bowl, we were a wild card team because Kansas City won the division that season. Yeah, but we. Green Bay, we uh, got 
a six seed in 2011 and went all the way and won. So it's doable. It's just harder to do. But it's harder to win on the road than it is today. You're listening to the Checkdown Podcast. The crazy part to me is that all four teams in a stacked division could potentially be in the playoffs in in the same season, which is just crazy to think about. I remember a couple years back when the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Saints were all in the playoffs, and that's three teams from a single division, but now all four can be in there. This podcast is powered by Sideline Media. All right, well, our final topic today, we are going to be discussing the Texans trading DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals for for David Johnson and a second-round pick. And I'd personally like to kick this off myself because I I thought the Cardinals got an absolute still. DeAndre Hopkins, top, top, top five, you know, maybe top three receiver in the league for a running back who hasn't been the same since his injury, which was just a thumb injury. No, no, no knee injury, just a thumb injury. Nothing bad happened. He just didn't fit into Cliff Kingsbury's offense. I... I was a big fan of David Johnson in, what, 2016 when he was lighting it up. I thought, man, my Broncos would like to have him. Well, anyway, but this trade just screams to me that there was some inner tor- inner turmoil between Bill O'Brien and DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know what that may be. It might be that Hopkins dropped a pass in the end zone when they were playing the Chiefs in the playoffs that potentially would have won them the game because they had a pretty substantial lead before the Chiefs came back. And on the topic of Bill O'Brien, I do not think that it is a good idea to ever give a head coach general manager powers because we saw that, my Broncos did, with Mike Shanahan when Mike Shanahan was calling the shots and drafting the players, and with Josh McDaniels. His picks were, I mean, he drafted Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow wasn't even on on some teams' boards. Tim Tebow potentially could have still been there in the seventh round. My point being, a coach with general manager powers, he's not... That's not a job that's going to last. He's not going to last. He'll he'll be fired in a couple years if they don't if the Texans do not get an an actual general manager in place to put Bill O'Brien in check. I want to know what Bill O'Brien did to get the job he has now with the Texans. Okay? They are the definition of mediocre. They're the definition they're the definition of mediocre. And I, I agree with you 100%. He does not seem like the brightest guy in the office to run football operations. He doesn't. He, he just proved it with the DeAndre Hopkins trade. They traded 
DeAndre Hopkins, who I make the case, he's top two. He's top two in the league behind Julio Jones. He makes he doesn't drop any passes that's thrown to him, and he's dealing with a quarterback that is, is he's a star. Oh yeah, Deshaun Watson is going to be a bona fide star, but he's still maturing. And DeAndre Hopkins had to deal with, you know, Matt Schaub as a quarterback. He still supplied for him. He made plays. He's a playmaker. You don't trade that away. I don't care what personal feelings you had to him. You don't trade a generation talent of a receiver like that. They traded a DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth-round pick to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson, who hasn't seen the field all year last year. He's, uh, he's injury-ridden. Mean, and- he saw the field a little bit, but... After the Cardinals traded for the Dolphins running yeah, back. Kenyon Drake, yeah, Kenyon Drake, right. Just David Johnson was an afterthought who had a pretty substantial cap hit of, what, $10.8 million, I believe? Mm-hmm. That That's a lot of money to be paying to a less-than-stellar running back. Yeah. I mean, no, the, I, the I, Broncos I, just handed Melvin Gordon $8 million a season, which I thought was crazy. Just absolutely insane money to be paying a running back, and David Johnson is getting more than that. And, absolutely. Yeah. But the Texans got a bag of screws. Like they, they, got, they got robbed, and I don't know what happened, and I don't know I don't know if we're going to see the outcome of it yet, because DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a star. He will make Kyler Murray a better quarterback. Than oh, man. He, I, I am so excited. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are going to light it up. I wouldn't be surprised if if the NFC West has three playoff teams this season. Yeah, the San Francisco 49ers, Seattle Seahawks, and the LA Rams. The Cardinals will be a 6-10 and 10 team. You heard it here, six and ten. They're not. They're, not, they're interesting. They're an interesting team between Kyler Murray, Kenyon Drake, DeAndre Hopkins. They got. They got studs. I'm just saying they're not. They're not there yet. They're See, not on the level of Russell Wilson's and the San Francisco 49ers and the LA Rams. They're not on that level because I'm not. I'm not sold on Cliff Kingsbury. Never have. Never will. He was a Texas Tech guy, and the only reason he has a job is because a boy named Patrick Mahomes was in that tree of Cliff Kingsbury. He doesn't deserve an NFL job. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. I, I I agree 100%. I'm not a Cliff Kingsbury guy. I'm not a fan. I don't think he should be in, in the NFL. I don't think his system correlates well. But... You're big on the Rams. I'm, I am not big on the Rams at all. For one, they don't have Wade Phillips anymore. Wade Phillips, a generational defensive coordinator who worked wonders for them their Super Bowl season. Their defense held Tom Brady to 13 points. 13 points. Now, besides that, they don't have Gurley. Gurley which, made them worse. They, they're a better team without Gurley. Well... Okay, yeah, maybe. But just, Sean McVay's offense 
the rest of the NFL has seemed to figure it out. They know how to shut it down now. So, unless Sean McVay starts making some serious changes or throwing some real curveballs into his coaching scheme, I don't see the Rams being a playoff team for a long time. They're a playoff team. They're a playoff team. I, 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 think, you, I think you underestimate Sean McVay. Let, let, let's look at his track record. His first season, he made the playoffs. His second season, he made the Super Bowl with Jared Goff, who's okay, but he's not a uh, he's not a franchise guy uh, by any means. He has a good defense. Aaron Donald, he's got uh, Jalen Ramsey. He's got players. I think I could bring in uh, the defensive coordinator from Green Bay that was awful. What's his name? I can't even remember. He's old news to me by now. But all I'm saying is you could put any defensive coordinator in, and McVay has this guy, I bet. McVay is he a does. great coach. He does, because Sean McVay poached the Broncos linebackers coach from us, yep. and he's now the defensive coordinator there. Yeah. No, I think he's going to be okay. Um, But I think you're right. I honestly think that NFC West is the most interesting division in this year, this league, between the San Francisco, between L.A., between between the who else? The Arizona Cardinals. I do. I think that's the. I think that is the inter, most interesting team, the most interesting league in this game. Do 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 you disagree with me there? Uh, no, no disagreements whatsoever. I think that their division has the potential to be the most stacked division in the entire NFL for the next probably five years. Absolutely. And, right, well, okay, so I think, I think that the NFL will be a lot of fun with this expansion playoffs in the expanded game. You, I understand your point, and I I respectfully disagree. I truly think it will make the league a lot, a lot. The, the stakes are higher. The stakes are raised. It, it just adds a lot of drama that every NFL fan loves to see. Well, y'all, that's about all that we have today. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Checkdown Podcast. We'll be back on April 23rd with our gut reaction to the first round of the NFL draft. Make sure you're following us on Twitter. Sideline Media 2, and check out our website at sidelinemedia20 at com. Remember to leave us a creative review on the Apple Podcast for your chance to win Sports Shop Memorabilia swag. Also, after the draft, we will focus our attention on one single team that is neutral to the both of us so that we can grow this podcast as we grow with knowledge of that team. So get on to our website or our Twitter account to vote for which NFL team you want us to cover. Thank you all for listening. And from all of us here at the Checkdown Podcast, John and I just want to thank you for tuning in and say, that's life. You've been listening to the Checkdown Podcast. Join your NFL tacticians at sidelinemedia20.wixsite.com 
to continue the conversation.